Welcome to the Faith and Focus broadcast, brought to you by the Christian Cornerstone Ministries. I'm your host, Bill Recksecker. Now before we get into today's broadcast, I'd like to take a minute to ask for your financial support. By partnering with the Christian Cornerstone Ministries, your contribution will help in a number of ways. Not only will you be supporting our ongoing broadcast and ministry itself, but you will also be helping to outreach to others within the community, as well as additional ministries we are partnered with, all of which can be viewed on our website. And that's not all. By partnering with us today, you can begin receiving the exclusive. And here at the Christian Cornerstone, we feel it is important to share with our ministry partners what is going on within this ministry. Every two months, you'll be receiving a newsletter with updates that include, but are not limited to, our financial status, such as our budget and our goals, early insight to upcoming broadcasts, the inside scoop to some new in-house additions, as well as additional plans, and much more to come. To find out more, simply go to our website at christiancornerstone.org. And now, on to our broadcast. Hey guys, welcome to a broadcast of the Christian Cornerstone Ministry Project. Tonight we have actually have a special one uh, in which we're doing. This is the first of a uh, ministry project. Well, I guess that's pretty much what the whole thing is. But this is the first of a set of uh, series of uh, talk shows, so to speak, of a broadcast in which we're going to be doing myself, uh, a gentleman which I met through an organization, as I mentioned in today's broadcast, CLI, ChristianLeadersInstitute.org. Uh, met him through this. Um, get my education through there and he got, kind of got a hold of me so we got to talking and um, we've uh, decided to connect uh, do a little teamwork help each other's ministry out and he's gonna be coming on uh, every two weeks uh, as of now to help with this uh, new broadcast called faith in focus uh, the purpose of this is simply you know discuss the Word of God you know what does it have to say and how we can apply it to our faith today uh, talk about some serious issues going on uh, in some current events as well as answer some questions from you guys so uh, without further ado I'd like to go ahead and bring him on how are you doing there uh, Leonard hey I'm doing fine building yourself well I am actually was you have no idea how excited I was to do this um, I've uh, I don't know I guess I've been waiting about two weeks or so whatever when we last uh, started talking um, All right. You know, really excited to turn this into a talk show or get a talk show piece going on here and, uh, you know, kind of get a little bit more of a biblical understanding um, of, uh, you know, out to the, to the community. So I thought it was really cool to uh, really blessed to actually have you uh, come on uh, with this. Actually, yeah, was, and, and no I'm excited as well, Bill. Uh, I mean, I'm always at any time that I can talk about God's word, I'm always excited about doing it. So. And I'm looking forward to, you know, a good working relationship and then sharing the word of God with, you know, with each other. And then, you know, whoever is out there is listening yeah. as well, too. So that, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's uh, I mean, that's an actually, um, you know, I, I guess before we get into this, uh, that's that's something I've been dealing with, too. Um, I myself uh, personally, it's been difficult for me to, uh, as you know, I've talked to you about this uh, briefly is to. Um, you know, to get this ministry going, um, and uh, the purpose isn't it, we shouldn't necessarily just do this. You know, to I guess necessarily for the fame, I guess is one we go with, but for the right. word of God, and you know, that's something I gotta I keep thinking. It's like you know, I don't really see there hasn't been as much progress that being made that I was hoping for, and then I realize it's like I'm not doing it necessarily for the progress. You know, I'm simply doing it because I love the Lord. Uh, enough that I want to help give a proper understanding uh, to the scriptures. So, uh, and that's the purpose of this. And I believe uh, that's what you're working on too uh, with your ministry as well. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead and uh, you know tell me about that. Uh, you know a little bit about uh, a little bit about you, background, uh, your ministry goals okay. and purposes. All right. Uh, my name is Leonard Leonard Crawford. Uh, Fifty six years old. Uh, you know, I what I what, what can I say? I'm a, I'm an avid lover of Jesus Christ. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, you, you know, I served uh, you know 27 years in the Marine Corps, and I figured, hey, when I was in, I followed all rules and regulations of what they had posted out there for me to do. And then, you know, when God touched my life, it was just time for me to change and 
and follow the same rules and regulations that God has other than, you know, other than what man has. I'm following what God, what his law says to do. And, and, and that's what it's all about. Um, I, I got touched about maybe four and a half years ago. And, and, and my story is kind of, if I have a little bit of time, uh, the way my story worked out is that, um, you know, uh, Father's Day weekend of 2014 is when I uh, got saved by Jesus Christ when God first came into my life. And he did it in a manner where he was setting me up for something. He was preparing me for what was to come. And what was to come was the death of my rock, which was my mom, uh, you know, about three and a half, four months later. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that prepared me for where I am today. Uh, the, the, you know, the ministry, the ministry started, you know, within the church. Actually, uh, I was put out to, you know, become the, uh, the men's ministry leader. I am an ordained deacon. I've been ordained now for about three years. Uh, so I was I was placed over the uh, men's ministry, and the pastor wanted some type of way of bringing the men together, bringing them in together. So, what I started doing every week, I started sending out text messages to everyone, and uh, you know that went on for about you know a good two years. Uh, but then the text messages were starting to get longer and longer, and I know you know once we get involved with certain things, we really don't have time in our day to stop and read a text message. So the Holy Spirit said, well, why don't you go to, to audio? Mm -hmm. And that was back in October of uh, last year. And it's been growing ever since. You know, I went from doing audio format. Now we have a Facebook following uh, and we're doing things on YouTube as well. And ho with hope of growing the ministry even further just to put the word of God out there across the across the world, actually. Right. Now, when you started, was it just, were you doing the same as you're doing now with just the, the five-minute ministries or, or the five-minute uh, recordings? Yes, yes. When I, when I started out, it was, it, was, uh, it was just that, just doing five minutes of recording. Sometimes they get a little bit long, uh, but, yeah, that, that was the idea behind it. Hey, just take five minutes, listen to this audio, and then, you know, hopefully it will bless you for your week. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, seems like, uh, like is that, uh, this is a curiosity myself. Uh, I'm not really going anywhere with this. But uh, is that is that like, are you, I have a trouble talking. And my problem is I talk too much. Uh, if you haven't looked at our past uh, uh, the broadcast in which I've done, uh, I started off with a goal of like under 30 minutes myself. That was That was my personal limit. Right. Uh, I gave up on that when I realized I had too much to talk about. So uh, I took a different approach to it, and I decided to throw in uh, an hour uh, broadcast uh, myself. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, is that something uh, that you kind of you have to force yourself out of? Is uh, you know to to keep it under five minutes or so? Or yes, <clears throat> yes, and, and that's that's the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. When 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 I'm coming up with my messages, you know, during the week. Uh, as I'm, you know, putting everything together, as I'm formatting everything, uh, I know that I have a word limit. If I stay within a thousand words, no yeah. more than a thousand words, then I know that I'll make that five minute or maybe 550 time limit. Uh, I don't want to go beyond that because when we go beyond that, especially on audio, people tend to get turned off from that. So if I stay within that five, no more than six minute range, then I know I'm, I'm bound to capture someone. And once you capture them, then they're they're apt to listen a little bit more. So that's my goal is to stay, uh, you know, more no more than six minutes, you know, right, uh, and less than that. Yes. Yeah, and see for myself, uh, you know, and I, I completely understand what you're saying there. Myself, I actually, um, uh, I guess I can fit into that where after X amount of time, it's like okay, this is too much. Uh, I myself, in fact, uh, this is something I'm uh, I'd like to throw in in the future. Uh, and I already shared with you uh, before we got started here about getting these uh, podcasts in audio format out there for people to listen mm -hmm. to on mobile devices. You have that uh, yourself. Uh, before I forget, actually, um, anybody who's watching this uh, that would like to check out some of his stuff, uh, you can go to, you can check his out at uh, five minutes. That's a five. Uh, you want to lean up a little bit. We can check out that T-shirt real quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, five with a, the F is actually the number five. Uh, and then five. Five minutes. Um, you can look him up. We just shared his uh, Facebook page on our own Facebook page. 
Uh, so you can check that out as recently. Actually, I, I take that back. It was uh, planning on publishing it for tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow, approximately 1 o'clock or something, is a scheduled uh, post. You can check that out. Um, you know, we also got a thing. Uh, you go to our supporting, uh, supporting partners page uh, on our website. Uh, there's a little article uh, for him there as well, and it also has some of his uh, past uh, podcasts and future ones to come. Uh, so you can check that out on there. Uh, it's some great work. Uh, now, how uh, how long you said um, how long have you been in ministry, or have you produced this? I think I missed that. It, just uh, a little over four years now. A little okay. over four years. Um, you know, and, and again, um, it's it just that when 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 I got involved, <laughs> I took off running. You know, what I'm right. saying it was like it was a fire up under me. Uh, you know, underneath me. And it just it took off, and I wasn't expecting to go, um, you know, in the in the direction that I'm in right now. But you know, God's work and however He wanted to work it, that that's what He's been doing with me, and that's how it's been going. So it's been pretty exciting for me as well. I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah, awesome. And uh, you know, I, I myself, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, seeing what we can do together. Um, you know, and you got a hold of me. The biggest thing I wanted to do, I mean, you're asking me what uh, it started off with, uh, you know, how do you get YouTube subscribers? And I'm just like, I have no idea. <laughs> I've got no idea, but the best I can do is, uh, you know, give you what I got. Silver and gold, I don't have any, but, you know, <laughs> what I do have is the gift of Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah, so we're uh, connecting up together every two weeks, um, you know, basically just uh, just talking. Uh, today's a little bit of an introduction as far as what this project holds, uh, you know, his own ministry, uh, my own. Um, and, uh, you know, from there, we're going to talk about some things relating to uh, current events as far as what's going on uh, in the world today, uh, how the Christian should respond to this. Uh, and then, you know, at the end of our, uh, our cap, we'll take uh, some questions and comments. Tammy Giberson, you are beautiful and amazing. Perhaps just beautiful. Or amazing. I haven't decided which one. She actually commented on the video saying five minutes uh, properly oh, too. So thank. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Um, I had to pull that up on my phone to you know get the feed. I wasn't getting it properly on my computer. Um, so I guess uh, you know myself. Uh, you know I've actually been at this. So I'm going to try to keep this uh, you know short and quick. Um, I haven't. Uh, you know everybody's everybody who's maybe watching is already. Uh, uh, seen this already, uh, but you know, I myself, I would probably say I'm 29 years old or young, as uh, you know, some people would say I'm just a puppy, uh, Tammy. Um, but uh, one of the things, uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm actually losing track of time myself. I've been at this, I would say, about five, six years, somewhere around there. I've been uh, interested in, in pursuing that, I guess. Um, this is the ministry project. Uh, approximately two, maybe three years, somewhere in there. Um, I uh, like I, when I was a kid or growing up. I mean, when in the in the faith, like I, I wanted to do website development. I wanted to do website hosting. I still do. Uh, I've talked a little bit about that. Um, but I myself, uh, I, I was you know getting more into the scriptures, and I didn't notice it at that time. But uh, I had some friends of mine, non-believers actually, or at least you know by the biblical standard of a Christian. Um, you know, they were non-Christians, but I had, a, I had a couple people, five of them come to mind that, that basically said, you know, you ever thought about getting into ministry? And every single time I was like, no, I know where I'm going. You know, and that's web mm -hmm. development, you know, the computer world. Uh, and it still is. It's still an interest in mine. That's not something I want to completely throw away. But um, I noticed, you know, I was getting more into, you know, the, the scriptures, I was, uh, you know, the teachings and the understanding and, you know, preaching it. Um, and then it actually took uh, a minister, which uh, I think I shared this with you, kind of threw me under the bus, but it took him. He had a sermon in which he was basically saying that. I was like, you know what? I don't have really have a choice. God, all right, dude, I get the hint. I'll do it. So uh, I guess it was probably about a year ago, maybe. A year and a half is when I pretty much decided to stop fighting. Uh, it's the best way I can explain it. And I was like, God, you know, okay, if this is really what you want me to do, then I'll do it, and I, I love it. I mean, you know, there's uh, there's not many followers. Um, you know, it's you know, my own support stuff and everything, but uh, I still enjoy uh, what's what's provided. I enjoy managing the website. I enjoy broadcasting these uh, you know, broadcasts, and um, uh, and now bringing you on. I mean, this is basically just like a playland for me. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's 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 it. But uh, I've been doing this ever since, and uh, as you know, uh, taking some courses uh, through CLI. Uh, and you guys can check out, uh, it's actually on our feed right now, Christian Leaders Institute. That's their logo. If you want to look them up, check out the website. Um, you can basically get yourself a free education. Most thing, the most you have to do is if, it's an optional thing, if you want the degree uh, in document form, you know, a piece of paper sitting in a frame or something, if you want that, the most you have to do is pay a few bucks. I think I think they have to set up about $1,000 or something, uh, and you just got to pay for that. Otherwise, you're getting the education. It's accredited. It's legit. Congratulations. You are an ordained minister, pastor, where, wherever you are, how far you go. So, uh, And that's what's really cool. It's a huge, huge blessing to uh, come across that ministry of uh, a CLI. I mean, they got a lot of options there. Um, and constantly adding new stuff. Like the last uh, thing I told, I think I talked to you about this, they're working on putting a master's degree program in there as well. So, I mean, I think by the time they actually do that, uh, you know, or by the time I get to that point, they'll already have it there. So, I mean, I'm just on my associates right now. But um, today, uh, you know, like I shared with you, uh, a few things I was wanting to discuss. Uh, and this one comes from a personal experience. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody ask me, uh, you know, like they felt like they were being judged. They felt like I was judging them. And, um, you know, and I had to bring this up. I was like, well, first off, you know, at least to the mature Christian, we'll call that, or the one who's not early, early, not a baby. Um, right. We know that there's a, there's a level of judgment in which the Christian is permitted to do. And the only two that we cannot do or you should not do is a hypocritical judgment for an example, one I always use, if I'm, if I'm still a smoker, I quit like four or five years ago, I've lost track. But uh, if I was still smoking and I go up to somebody and say, hey, you know, you shouldn't smoke, it's bad for your health, that would be the hypocritical judgment right there because I'm still taking part in that sin. Uh, mm -hmm. As well as a judgment of condemnation. Um, you know, saying the final word, saying, okay, you just did that, congratulations, you're going to hell. Uh, those are the two that we're not supposed to do, uh, not permitted to do. Um, <clears throat> And as far as, you know, you're going to hell concept, the most that we can do there is, hey, you know, if you continue on this path, then it's going to end towards, you know, punishment. It's going to end in hell. But this is an if concept. That's the most that we as believers know. Um, so I bring that up because uh, this, this person, they felt like they were being judged. And I had to ask them, I was like, are you being, you feel like I'm judging you or is it the Holy Spirit? Uh, mm -hmm. And how I was asking it was, uh, because I, as I was I shared before we got started here, my personal experience, my personal knowledge was that I've never judged them or I've never said, oh, you're a sinner because you're doing this or you're not doing this. Um, and, you know, they brought up the stereotypical, you know, just because I don't read my Bible, just because I don't go to church, the, the, the standard stuff that a Christian does. I mean, not out of obligation, but because we love to. Mm -hmm. Um they were trying to justify just because I do this or don't do it. I feel like you're judging me for that. And, and that wasn't the case. Uh, so I asked them and I told them, it's like, you know, don't answer this right now, but is it me that's giving you, is it my personal judgment against you or is it the Holy spirit? Because I think it's really important that we recognize that um, in the, in those aspects, because if you look all throughout, I mean, it's, it's basically painted throughout the entire scriptures. Um, of prophets, uh, in a sense, convicting others, or at least, you know, judging, if you would like to say, you know, to, for the sake of understanding. Um, they're bringing a judgment upon people. Uh, you know, essentially, these prophets are messengers of God, workers by the Holy Spirit. So the, the Holy Spirit himself is the one speaking through them. Um, they are the messengers, just like every minister, every Christian believer today is a messenger for the Holy Spirit as well. So um, what I want to kind of go over is uh, spirit is the difference between a personal judgment, um, you know, a, a person feeling like somebody's judging them, and the Holy Spirit uh, convicting them. Uh, right. You know, like how how can we discern that? What's what's the difference between uh, a spiritual conviction and a personal judgment? Uh, right. You know, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Well, you, you know, Bill, first, you know, my thoughts would be on that. Uh, most of the time, a person is condemned by their own by their own selves, mm -hmm. by their own selves, by their own actions, uh, so to speak. And they have those guilty feelings. I mean, we all have that guilty conscience where we know that we've done something wrong, and we know that it's wrong inside of us. You know, and, and again, that like you said, that's the spirit. That's the Holy Spirit that's 
bringing those things to our knowledge, to our forefront. Now, you have one or two things that you can do with it, do about that. You know, you can either change your ways or you can go ahead and you can ignore, uh, you know, what the Holy Spirit is tell, trying to tell you mm. and then go about your business. You know, it says in the Bible to, to not to judge anyone unless yourself is going to be judged. So I take that as the same measure that I put out judgment on someone. If I'm doing the same thing, then I won't be judged twice as hard on that. So, you know, it's almost like you said, uh, if, if you're going to tell someone, hey, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, do it in a manner where, you know, you're not looking down and you're holier than thou. Because bottom line, you know, the unbeliever uh, seems to think that, that, that those that are Christians, those that are believers are judging them from the get go anyway. Right. Uh, you know, I, um, I, I've had uh, quite a number of friends, man, that I've been friends with for, I mean, 20 years or more. Ever since I've got saved, they disappear. They, you know, they won't come around because they feel guilty, you know, around me. And it's not me that's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit that's convicting them of right. their actions. Hey, you know, if I, I'm, I'm not perfect, none of us are perfect. There's only been one perfect person, you know, so... I, who am who am I to tell you that hey that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong, but in in the background I'm in I'm doing something that's even just as bad as what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful when we go and we start trying to you know pick out things what we want to do for people. But in my in most cases it, it, it's that that person is is convicting themselves. They're feeling that within themselves. That that's my take. Right, uh, and I have to agree with you on that. Um, I think. Uh uh, it just just slipped my mind actually I think uh, when it comes to um, the person you know feeling that personal judgment um, I, I think there's more spiritual stuff behind it um, mm -hmm. one of the things uh, and I, I've I've watched a couple videos that help give great illustration uh, I've listened to some uh, some sermons uh, John MacArthur he's a man uh, I, I follow online uh, I listen to his you know his take on spiritual warfare and I've, I've read I guess one book uh, offhand that I can think of that relate to it and give you a better understanding um, and then uh, I've also talked to a few people too that have had uh, experience um, you know with that stuff uh, before their conversion to the Christian faith so they've kind of basically helped me to piece this stuff together but I think what's happening when a person feels this uh, personal judgment is that there's a spiritual fight right there because as, as we find out in uh, in John chapter three is is the purpose. If you actually look at it, you can look at it through all Jesus' ministries. Um, is is that he basically he confronted the issues right then and there, uh, and the ones he's confronting, the ones he's actually pointing the fingers to, are the ones. And you know, granted, the advantage that he has is that he knows the heart. I mean, he is literally God in flesh, so he's got the upper hand on this. And by knowing that, he's looking at the hearts when he's talking to people, and these people in which he's talking to is the hardened Jews, uh, as mm -hmm. well as the, the religious Pharisees, these people who are so pious that I don't have to change anything about me because I'm doing everything perfect. As long as everybody sees my righteousness, I could still go ahead and you know do whatever I want to behind closed doors. Um, but then again, Jesus himself, he's knowing this. And the reason you can kind of see it is it being a... Um, a spiritual thing uh, and I think this is a good example here I'm pulling this from the voice translation of the Bible um, and this is in John 3 19 through 20 it says uh, why does God allow for judgment and condemnation now if I was to you know if we were to bring that into an understanding with what's going on he's you know God is allowing a judgment a certain kind of condemnation in fact actually condemnation is the reality of those who don't know Jesus Christ already but this judgment is 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 I think this is self-afflicted judgment as well as this conviction um, and the right. purpose being why is this happening it is because the light referring to Jesus which was sent mm -hmm. from God pierces through the world's mm -hmm. darkness to expose these ill motives hatred gossip greed violence and all the like uh, and right. yet still some people you know even after this expo exposing uh, they still preferred the darkness over the light because their actions were dark and that's verse 19 according to the mm -hmm. voice translation so, and I think that's not only a personal thing, but there's a spiritual battle raging there. Uh, as that's you know yes. what I see, is because yes. we find in Third John, I don't have it written down. It's but it's in I believe Third John or First John. It's First John, uh, chapter three is where it, it, it he tells that Jesus main his main mission was to expose the devil's work. 
Um, and you know that I think that's what's going on here is is when they see this happening, there's some sort of uh, what I would say a demonic influence myself and them whispering, perhaps it, not necessarily a possession, but an influence of right. your conscience sitting behind you saying, you don't need this, you know, go do something else. You know, you enjoyed this life better kind of thing. Uh, and I think that's where it comes into play too, is this conviction is the Holy Spirit trying to, you know, pierce through their soul to say, mm -hmm. it's like, you're sick, you've got a cancer in you and I want to heal you. I've got the cure right here. But people are saying it's like, oh, no, you're crazy. I don't have cancer. Um, and, you know, they go off and, uh, you know, do whatever it is in their lives that they, they find pleasing. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree with you on that. It's, it's, it's more personal um, than anything. Um, and and I'm, I can relate to that. I've had uh, I've lost quite a few friends, um, you know, since I've, you know, I guess since I became serious with my faith. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's some I've even stepped away from myself because, uh, you know, I saw it being a, a spiritual danger. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I looked up myself, uh, the issue of conviction, um, uh, as I shared before we got started on this broadcast is, uh, you know, I shared, um, I looked it up and I think it was, I want to say Bible study tools. It's a good website to go to get some information. Uh, but they had like an endless, no, it was Bible Hub, Open Bible Hub, something like that. Anyways, like they had like an endless page of conviction, uh, and what this was was a bunch of passages that can relate to that. Um, and you know, this conviction itself isn't necessarily this condemnation, but it's it's this light uh, that all these prophets um, are bringing to the people. It's uh, to make them aware, uh, just as I said, it says, you know, you guys, here's the damage that you've done. Here's what's going on. It can all be fixed. But you, to, in order for it to be fixed, in order for it to be basically washed away, you need to be, you need to repent of this. Right. Um, and I got, you know, a couple here. You know, and this one I think is probably my favorite one. Uh, in fact, in my head, I can picture where this is at. John 16. Uh, it says verse 8 it says when he comes he will convict the world uh, concerning sin and righteous and judgment righteousness and judgment um, and uh, you know along with that verse 13 says when the spirit comes he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare uh, these things that are to come and what I like about that so much is the fact that you know it doesn't say to go Westboro Baptist on everybody. In fact, this is that's you know a phrase I use a lot because we're not to go Westboro Baptist on these people and say you know just because you got this little blemish here you're going to hell. But to mm -hmm. it, it, it's it kind of supports the idea uh, that as Christians um, we once we become reborn uh, we have the Holy Spirit right then at that point in time. And this is a, a sincere conversion. This isn't just, you know, dipping your head in a, in a tub and saying you've been baptized. Right. But a, a sincere spiritual conversion brings upon the Spirit of God to dwell inside of you, the Holy Spirit. Uh, and what I think is interesting about this, it is the Holy Spirit, the very being that is dwelling inside of us, that is doing this convicting. So whether a person is seeing that, hey, you know, this holier-than-thou person's judging me, uh, or they're looking down on me, um, I think that's essentially the light that the person is illuminating, um, you know, from them in a spiritual matter. Um, mm -hmm. The person might not see it, but they get this feeling, uh, at least I would presume, and I, I was this way, and there's some times where, you know, I'm, I myself am, you know, basically feeling mm -hmm. as if the Holy Spirit's saying, hey, you shouldn't have done that. Um, mm -hmm. So it still happens. It's like a, it's like a, a subconscious thing um, that, uh, you know, awareness that whatever we've done has been wrong. Um, and as human beings, that's not something that we want. So we try to play it off and, you know, whether we know it or not, try to play it off as if, you know, this person's judging me and, you know, that's wrong to do. So therefore I'm okay. Right. Uh, at least that's how I would perceive it. Um, uh, well, right. It, it, I mean, if, if, if you look at it, if you look at it in a, in a lot of ways, uh, and, and again, not saying that the way that I live my life is a perfect way of doing things, but I see a lot of things that that's going on around in society today where uh, 
spiritually, I know that's not right. Spiritually, I know it's wrong. Right. However, the natural man, the man that's unsaved, the man that's not a believer, he thinks that everything he's doing is correct. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're the ones with the issues. We're the one that's off base. We're the ones that's living in a castle, uh, you know, and, and looking down on everyone. And that's not it. You know, the way I try to point myself to folks is that, look, man, you know, there's a better way of living life. And here's 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 the way to do it. Just like when someone pointed to me, I mean, hey, uh, my, my mom was an evangelist uh, before she passed away. My dad was a was a deacon as well. Uh, I mean, he was the chairman for over 30 years. And and here I am being the this rough shop Marine, the, the, their oldest child that's out there doing God knows wherever. And every time I came home on leave, you know, the only thing I wanted to do was go drink, party, have fun, and just uh, just make a mess of everything. Right. Until one day I had to be convicted by the Holy Spirit of all of my wrongs, all of my uh, things that I was doing against that. Now, for years, I believed that, you know, God was sending them after me and, and, and hitting me and hitting me, but I ignored that fact. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it came to the point where it was time, and he was like, no. The time is over with. It's time for you to come and do my will now. Right. And, and that's how we have to, you know, uh, look at it. Those that we're witnessing to, those that we're sharing Christ to. I mean, you, you, you can't keep beating them over the head, but you got to keep beating them over the head at the same time. Right. And letting them know that, hey, you, there's a different way of living your life. I'm not trying to judge you in any kind of way, but I'm trying to help you. Right. And. And, and, you know, what did Jesus say? He came to save the lost. Uh, he came to save, to heal those that were sick. When, when, when the Pharisees and all of those folks were upset because he was sitting down at dinner with a bunch of sinners, well, he said, well, he's the doctor. He's got to heal folks. You know, uh, there's no need of me going to the doctor if there's nothing wrong with me. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so that's how we, that's how I look at it. Uh, I mean, David was a prime example of repentance, of repenting every time. You know, Psalm 51, everyone knows Psalm 51. And he, you know, he he, he, he admitted to God that he was a sinner and he needed to be cleansed of mm -hmm. all his evils and wrongdoings and all of that stuff. So, you know, the, the person, once they're convicted of, of that spirit and they listen to the voice, that's when the true conversion begins. Right. Uh, you know, I'd have to agree with you on that. Um, and it does come down to uh, simply listening. And, and I think that's actually the biggest thing. You know, you've got uh, David. Um, he's, he, he's, a, he, he is, is, if I was to, with the exception of Jesus Christ, if I was to put anybody in a righteous position, it would be him. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually, I'd be, it'd be a toss between Paul and David, in, in personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, both of them recognize their, sinful nature their human nature and um you know the biggest one that stands out to me with paul is in romans 7 is when he's basically saying you know i do the things that i don't want to do um and the things that i want to do i don't do so he's recognizing right. that i am a filthy sinner and even though i have not i have acknowledged the law and I, I agree completely with the lord i still fall short um, and then, you know, I think uh, the re I think Daniel, or not Daniel, David, I believe he's a close tie. We've got, essentially, there's more writings, or I, I would say more openness of, of David. You know, most of most of his writings, or specifically the Psalms, um, is, is basically him completely pouring himself out. Uh, right. Meanwhile, you got Paul, he's mostly instructing the church and saying, hey, here's what I'm dealing with. Um, yeah. But, uh, Dan I keep saying, I keep wanting to say Daniel. Um, David himself, um, it, it, it's a basket case, a, a beautiful basket case, to be honest. Um, you know, he goes from righteousness to, uh, to unrighteousness to righteousness. And, you know, he sees, it's like, you know, I'm a filthy wretch. Woe is me. Clean me up. And even if I don't see anything, I think, uh, I can't remember. I want to say 119, maybe. Um, there's a passage in which I shared in today's podcast, um, was, uh, what, yeah, 119, 9 through 16 was basically uh, one of the many examples that we can find is, is you know, examine me, God. And, and even if I don't see it, uh, even yeah. if I see myself, you know, complete, uh, right. you know, according to my understanding, 
you know, tear me apart, you know, find out more. What else am I am I doing wrong? Um, right. And I think you know that's one way you can tell the, the believer from the unbeliever is is we want, uh, at least I do. I mean, I'm not sure if everybody can say this. I mean, in human nature, we don't want our, our sins to be exposed. We don't want to be wrong. But at the same time, I would say you know on a on a spiritual matter, we do. Or at least we mm -hmm. want it to be known. Um, me and my girlfriend, I mean, we toss this thing back and forth, um, you know, a lot. Uh, and it's weird. Uh, I, I enjoy it. She enjoys it. Uh, but both of us are to the point where, um, and I think it's more her. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm the same way. Or she, she professes it more, I guess. Is the need and the, and the, and the love of being uh, confronted on issues. Of, of you know you know she if she does or says something you know whatever it is she's in her mindset um, you know if I was to come up to her and say it's like no don't do that you're dumb you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to handle um, you know that's kind of obvious but you know I, you know once she realizes it you know it's like hey you know you're right you know I love this I, I guess this attack that you're doing on me is to, to correct me uh, mm -hmm. the, the righteous rebuke is what we'll call it um, yes and uh, you know, I, I think that's important to do. Um, in, I mean, you've you've probably, uh, I'm assuming, have you've, you know, have more experience within the scriptures my, uh, than I do myself. Um, but what I'm seeing here is that uh, I don't want to word this here is when it comes to the non-believers, um, we're called to confront it. We're called to minister to them. Essentially, say you've got cancer. I know a cure. But um, when it comes to, I mean, I, from what I'm understanding, that's the most that we as believers should do to the non-believers, um, you know, according to the scriptures. And then from that moment, you know, if they were to come into the, the relationship with Jesus, if they're, they're, they commit themselves to him and submit to him as Lord, um, when that happens, then, you know, not just this, not when, but, you know, to the body of, of, of Christ, the Christians, these are the people in which we are to instruct or, you know, as you would say here, to to convict, to correct, because we're, we're called to lift each other up. We're called to bear each other's burdens. We're called to, you know, profess our sins to one another. We're called to pray for one another, basically be one body, you know, and every, every you know, one, this one body knows that what's prop, what the problem is with this one body. If you get a paper cut, you know, you break your leg, you know. Um, you yeah. can't see in one eye, you know. So, and I think that's important. Um, uh, as believers, we recognize if we're going to correct anybody, it should be within the body of Christ for the sake of building us up in righteousness. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I agree with that, Bill. You, you know, uh, two things with that. Two things with that. Uh, you know, believer to believer, uh, we're as you say, we are to lift each other up. Pray for each other, uh, console one another as believers. That's what we should be doing, right. lifting each other up. But for those that don't believe, the un we should be a witness to them so that way they can become a believer. And, and here's the thing is this. If if I didn't know you and I met you on the street, how would I know that you are Christian or not? Right. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Unless I see you carrying around a Bible and reading a Bible, I wouldn't know that you're a Christian. However, if I if you carry yourself in a certain way, in a act in a certain way, in a certain manner, then something's going to be different about you in my mind, and then I'm going to get curious and say, "Hey, uh, hey, what, what's different about this guy, man? What you know? Why is he always in this this type of uh, mode and uh, attitude? What's different about him?" Oh, he's just crazy. So, you know, right? Because, <laughs> you know, and, that, and as you know, you heard the saying go. You know, I may be the only Bible that someone reads all day long. So I have to carry myself in a manner that's reflective of what uh, a Christian should be. Do, do I cut? Do I bleed? Do I do I hurt? Do I? Yes. All of those things. Why? Because I am a human. However, when, as you said, when we fall short, we know that there's someone there to pick us up in the, in, in the end. And that's the end result. We, like God, God doesn't want any of us to perish. So we should feel the same way. We shouldn't want anyone, if we can help them, we shouldn't want anyone to fall short of what we have 
we should be sharing it with them. And that's that's just my opinion. Right. And I, you know, I'd have to agree with you on that. I mean, we can close the segment here uh, with that. Um, my, uh, there's an illustration. I don't know if you've, uh, you may have heard of this. Um, do you know of the ministry, uh, Living Waters, uh, Way of the Master? Uh, I think they're based in uh, California. Ray Comfort uh, is uh, one of the ministers or the evangelists uh, that, that runs that. Uh, Kirk Cameron, I, at least, Kirk Cameron at least promotes it. I don't know if he's involved hands-on with the ministry, um, but I heard this from them. Their illustration. I mean, you can pull this out a couple different ways, but one of the things in which they share, um, and I, I think this comes more with confronting uh, confronting sin. Um, or, you know, the others who, I guess it'd be along the same lines here, is one of the things they said is, is you know, if, if you saw your friend, uh, you know, jumping out of a pair or jumping out of a plane without a parachute, um, you know, and in this illustration, the parachute is obviously, you know, the word of God. Um, but if you saw your friend jumping out uh, without one, would it be loving to let them do their own thing and, you know, let them learn on the process? Or is it lovingly to let them know it's like, hey, dude, you don't have a parachute. Um, and, and the point of that is, 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 is just that it's like, you know, as believers, we're not called to just sit idly by. Um, right. but, uh, you know, as far as the whole conviction thing goes, um, there is a limit, uh, in which the Christian should go. But if we see, you know, a person, you know, jumping out without a parachute, you've got, you know, I don't know what the ratio is, what, about 10, 15 minutes before you hit the ground. Um, and in that time, you only got ten, about five or ten minutes to figure out. I don't have a parachute, um, and you know. So I mean, the loving thing is is to confront the issue, to let people know. It's like here's the danger. This is what's going to happen if you jump without that parachute. Um, and uh, you know, like you said, I think I think most of the judgment um, that non-believers feel. Is, is is a personal judgment or you know that you know they are seeing how this person is living how their lifestyle is however they might perceiving it in their mind um, but and then their feelings like hey you know there's something a part of me that I feel like total crap I need to fix but then yes. again as I said you know the spiritual uh, influence says you don't need that you know you're living a good life so um, yeah I think that's uh, that's basically yeah the, the difference between uh, the convictions is, is simply uh, like you said, you know, it's mostly a, a personal thing, uh, self-inflicted, if you wish. So, um, I guess we're like six days on six, and I, I'm, I'm a little curious how long it's going to take until I realize it's 2019. Um, but we're in the new year, and uh, you know, one of the things uh, I, I haven't heard it uh, recently, uh, probably because I'm like kind of a little bit of hermit um, or whatever. But this new year, new me, I don't hear that a lot. But, you know, the question that people have in general is, um, you know, what kind, it's a new year, what kind of New Year's resolutions, if people do, um, I don't myself, but what kind of New Year's resolutions should the, the Christian make, um, you know, what should they commit to? Uh, you got any thoughts on that myself or yourself? You know, it's funny that you would go that way because... Uh, my podcast that that I put out this week is uh, oh, is you it? Know, uh, yeah, new creature uh, is what the title of the lesson was, and, and and you know when you mentioned the resolution thing, the biggest resolution that we always hear from people is that I'm gonna get in shape, I'm gonna do better this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the gym and work out, right? And you know, and after doing these studies gym membership take a like a 200 percent jump at the first of the year then midway through the year you, you know through the through the month the first 14 days it takes a nose a nosedive why because i know that i've lied to myself when i make a uh, resolution it's basically making a broken a promise to myself that i know that i i can't keep right uh as a christian as a christian i believe and this is just me this is just leonard's belief uh i don't make uh, resolutions. However, I do ask God to help me in certain areas of my life this year. You know, for instance, uh, one of the things that uh, I struggle with is uh, doubt. I, I struggle with doubt. So I'm asking God to strengthen me in that area so that way I don't have to have as much doubt. Am I going to have doubt? Yes, I am. But I'm asking him to strengthen me. So I believe as a Christian, we shouldn't uh, make resolutions because 
we don't have the strength to save ourselves. Right. But we can go to God. We can go to Jesus Christ and say, hey, I need you. I need you. I need you to strengthen me in this area of my life. That's just what I believe. Right. And, you know, I'd have to agree with you on that. Um, and, you know, I think the, the biggest ones um, that I that I can think of is, you know, like you said, you know, losing weight and going along with that means to eat healthier as well. Um, and then a big one, which I tried to do, I uh, said, you know, I've been, uh, you know, smoke free for you know, like five years, roughly so far. Um, mm -hmm. And that was one. Every, every new year, I was like, okay, this year is going to be the year. But, uh, you know, quitting smoking is another one. You know, as far as the, the believer or, um, yeah, well, yeah, we'll just, we'll, uh, the person who's, because I, I get a little, I cringe a little bit, I guess, you know, how I say that. Because when I say believer, me personally, what I mean is the sincere believer, the Christian, uh, yeah. you know, the, the Holy Spirit driven Christian, not any general believer saying, oh, yeah, I believe in God, so I'm a Christian. Um, right. So I think, you know, the, the practicing, we'll go with that, the practicing Christian, I think the biggest one in which, uh, at least that I've seen, is people doing, uh, you know, I'm going to pray more. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to read more. And, you know, by reading more, they, they try to say, you know, okay, Bible, you know, 90 days or, you know, 90 day reading plan of said scripture, of said passage, said book, um, or, you know, the Bible in a year. I'm going to go to church more. Um, you know, they're, they're good at face value. Um, and, you know, I'm a guy that likes to tear things apart. Um, and I shared with you, you know, you tell me the sky's blue and I'll tell you just how many hues of blue is actually in that sky. Um, but, I, you know, I, and we see this, you know, at face value, you know, it's good to make these resolutions to pray more, to lose weight, to quit smoking, to, to even read your Bible or go to church. Uh, but I think the problem is, is like you said, you know, you're not being honest with yourself. You're not, you're not serious. You're not committed. It's in your mind. It's more of this would be a nice thing to do. Um, and I, I personally, and this is actually a recent uh, thought, this is something I've recently come to think myself, is that, you know, if we have to make these resolutions to pray more, to go to, to read the Bible more, or to go to church more, uh, you know, in my opinion, if we have to do that, then our heart is itself right then and there is in the wrong spot. Because we're doing these resolutions you know, as a means of, uh, I don't want to go this far, but, you know, for sake of understanding, a faith by works. You know, we're thinking, if I need to be in good terms, then I've got to pray more. I've got to do this stuff. i got to be more Christian. Um, right. And, you know, we're not really discussing the heart of the matter. Um, you know, we, we might have good intentions at face value, uh, but the, really, the reality is, is, is we need to stop taking, don't take that approach of, you know, read the Bible more or anything. Uh, in fact, there, my Bible, I was going to, um, well, I guess as of somewhere around August, uh, I was going to, I was planning, all right, the new year's coming, I'm going to do the Bible reading, or uh, there's a reading plan actually in my Bible, you know, going through the Bible in a year. But, you know, around that time, I was like, this is dumb. This is the dumbest thing I could possibly do because I'm, I'm, I'm planning already, you know, like four months in advance to set a schedule to do this because I want to do this. Uh, and it'd be an interesting goal, I'll admit that. I mean, I've never went through the entire scriptures in one year. Um, so it'd be kind of something that'd be, it'd be fun to do. But I was doing it really as a goal. I wasn't really doing this for glory. Um, I, I was doing this more for, you know, something I can check off my list of accomplishments. Uh, and, and I realized that it's like, I'm not even gonna try. Um, you know, I, you know, instead, uh, and and it, it's difficult for me, myself, to, to get into the scriptures. I mean, I love it well, when I open it, I, I read it, and I enjoy it. But when I say it's difficult is I've got, um, I have a, a book, a really awesome book. If you have look it up, uh, maybe, actually, I got a page on our website uh, um, that it's on there. Um, the Christian in Complete Armor, three-volume series I'm going through. It's ongoing. Um, there's that. Uh, and then when I read the Bible, I'm opening up commentary. I'm making notes. Uh, as I've already shared with you, I've got this little dictionary thing in front of me, actually. But, you know, that's what I'm doing. And, and so when I'm reading the scriptures, it's really hard for me personally just to read it uh, and, you know, to take it in. Because I've got to open up a bunch of different things to, you know, tear apart what this one verse is telling me. All right. So um, for me, you know, with how I come across the scriptures and how I learn the scriptures, it would be a total joke for me to make any sort of reading plan. Um because, uh, you know, I, I've got so much open and it, it's just so ongoing. Um, right, right. But, you know, I think in, instead, um, you know, instead of saying, uh, you know, I'm going to do this more. Um, one, we've got to admit to ourselves, if we're not going to do it now, 
then we're not going to do it at the beginning of the year. Uh, we might try the habit, but if our mind's not set into it, it's not going to happen. Um, so instead of doing these, I think the biggest question, at least specifically to the Christian, there's there's uh, six points here. Uh, I actually pulled this. Uh, I can't remember where I pulled this from, uh, but these were offline. And these there's six points in which we need to uh, address. Um, you know, is this going to be something that's going to give honor to God, or is it something uh, that I'm doing to be a good thing to do? You know, or is it a measure of self-honor? I think is is the big one there. Um, so rather than uh, you know trying to set these goals of accomplishments, um, I mean they're good to do. I'm not going to bash them. Uh, you know, if you if you do it, you stick to it. Awesome, more power to you. But I think in, in our hearts and in, in our minds, we need to address it a different way. Um, you know, the first one here would be, be to pray and asking for wisdom. Um, you know, if God wants us to make a resolution, if he wants us to have some sort of change, um, you know, along these ways, then which one is it, if any? Um, and then, you know, pray for, uh, you know, wisdom as far as how to accomplish those goals. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a, a really big one because one of the things uh, that I've noticed myself uh is, is I, and I still do, I pray, it's like, God, I, I'll, I'll throw everything I've ever learned away. I, not, I haven't really done that much anymore, but I still take that same mindset. Um, because when I started with the faith, I, I was, I literally threw it all. Uh, you know, whatever I know at this point, trash it. And I asked God, is like, I want you to teach me. Uh, and he did, and he still does. So I'm, I'm really blessed by that. Um, and, uh, you know, through that, the biggest question I now have to present myself is, you know, with this, okay, what do I need to do to accomplish these goals? So, uh, and these ministry, for example, um, it's like, okay, camera, computer, uh, microphone. Okay, well, there's my ministry. So, um, and there's the there's the start of accomplishing this, of, of fulfilling these these goals. Um, and then basically, just like, we can't do it on our own, you know. And I think that's yeah. a big reason we struggle. Right, Bill, and and. Plus, you know, if uh, if I'm going to be out there ministering to someone, then I better be knowing what I'm talking about right. because, you know, that and that's the one thing that, you know, that drove me to the point where I'm uh, because when I first got saved, when I was going to church and, you know, I was listening and, and it was a it was a, a husband and wife pastor team mm -hmm. and they did a great job. You, you know, I, I, I credit them to. Uh, to the point where I am in my life right now, I give them credit for that. But it was a lot of things that were said to me that was not scriptural based. That mm -hmm. caused me to come back home after church or after Bible study to study more about what they said, not to prove them wrong, but to make sure that I I got an understanding of what they were saying. Right. And you know, lo and behold, years later. You know, I've got this humongous library because I have a uh, a hunger and a thirst of wanting to know more. Uh, I mean, you know, in the beginning, my wife thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> Everybody does, uh, thought, but twice a day, without fail, I, I've been studying morning and at night. Yeah. You know, for three years now, four years now. This is the first year, beginning this year, that I'm only doing it in the mornings because I'm getting ready to start. Uh, seminary in a couple of weeks right. but you know when I'm studying uh, I, I don't make a plan that I'm going to read the Bible for a year because I know I won't be able to stick with that plan Right. but I do make a plan that I'm going to study every morning at a certain time and I'm going to spend a certain amount of hours doing it and I've got every piece of uh, material that I have, reference material that's going to help me and one of one of the things I've got a whole uh, library of these these here these uh, pastors uh, outline and sermons, you know, and that's been helping me tremendously in my ministry because when when I'm putting the word out there, for instance, on my Facebook page, you know, I'm, I'm using a lot of personal experience, but I'm based I'm backing it up with the scriptural verses, right? And I have to make sure that what I'm telling people is the correct thing. Because we don't want to lead people astray as well, either. Right, and you know that's a that's like a, a big fear. I think, uh, I mean, at least I have not come across personally um, a minister. Um, or I guess we'll call it a preacher because there's all sorts of different kinds of ministers. But a person who preaches the word of God, I think that is personally 
um, one of the biggest fears is to mm-hmm. present the word inaccurately. Um, and, uh, you know, like I, I think I shared with you before, you know, the, this uh, little falling out I had with the, the last church I was at last year. Holy cow, it's almost been a year. Um, you know, I, I threw something on there and, you know, the pastor and a few others, they said, well, you know, I don't think it's that way. I don't, you know, the Bible has this to say. And I was like, well, you know, this, these references and what you're saying is actually supporting what I'm saying. Um, and you know, the pastor, he, uh, he said, he, he did a sermon about it and he was like, uh, essentially, essentially the sermon was, um, my understanding was wrong and they were right. Um, and, and that tore me apart. I mean, that was, uh, to my knowledge, that was probably one of the, the, the first moments. Uh, well, I take that back. There's a couple more that are popping in my head right now, but that one specifically impacted me the most because mm-hmm. I was so sure about this thing. And, and, and I, I was like, okay, I am, I'm basically in myself. I was ruined. I presented this wrong. I misunderstand this. Uh, and I think I spent a good couple of weeks, you know, just every, every single time, a chance I got, I looked something up related to the topic. You know what's going on you know what's this and i even went to the point of um going from their side of things like they you know from their perspectives you know googling it up and saying okay well you know trying to support their case um and uh you know what i found you know i've actually found that uh, you know what i was sharing was was true but uh the event itself of uh during that time i mean i was i was like terrified with my own self uh that i misunderstood the scriptures and and that's to me, uh, and I think um, you can relate to this as well, is, is, you know, like you said, it's the biggest thing that we need to do is to, to know the scriptures uh, right. in order to properly present that. And we get, there's some slack you got to give because some people, and I think you actually, uh, you pointed this out, uh, called me up one day uh, about something that I misunderstood about the scriptures um, or misread, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, uh, uh, I mean, it, we, there's got to be some sort of slack when it comes to hey, you misunderstood this wrong, you presented this wrong. Uh, right. But when somebody's going across in ministry, I think we're actually going off track here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's basically, I, as far as the resolution and everything, that's pretty much where I was getting at. But um, I think uh, if someone's going so far as saying Jesus didn't die on the cross, uh, and then, you know, a bunch of, you know, theology under that, that's when we, we need to address the issue. Uh, or that's when we need to avoid that. I mean, we, when we know that clearly that that's obviously uh, wrong doctrine, wrong teachings, and absolutely not the truth. But, um, you know, if they're saying something like, um, I don't know, I can't really think of anything, um, but, you know, something minor about the scriptures and say, well, actually, this is what's going on here, then, um, you know, those are subtle things in which we can, you know, just overlook. Yes. Um, yeah. We're running on, I don't even know how long we've been at this for, long enough. Uh, Two additional people are watching this broadcast. You guys are running late, Um, both y'alls. But yeah, they're running a little bit late on this uh, broadcast. Uh, For those who are actually chimed in and are watching this right now, uh, we're getting ready to close this up shop, uh, and I will, uh, well, the video will be online, and I'm going to get an audio format, as I said, to uh, test out that that audio... uh, podcasting uh, uh, host so uh, we'll, we'll do with that uh, you know I guess uh, Leonard do you have any other uh, commentary you'd like to throw in there before we close up shop no I, I just I really enjoyed tonight Bill I, and again I, I look forward to you know the future of us working together mm-hmm. uh, you know but in, 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 in anything whatever we're doing whatever you do whatever I do it must be all done in the glory for Christ yes. that he gets not for us, but it's for him. And I, I don't care if two people looked at this this uh, segment tonight. There's two people that may uh, possibly be saved tonight. Right. And that's that's the point that we need to, to get across. We're trying to bring souls and win souls for Christ Jesus, just like Paul said. That's what we're trying to do. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I, I'm actually, I, we didn't share this, and I don't think this was really a part of the thing, but I do like the idea, like we discussed this, uh, you know, to you keep your ministry, you do your thing, and then I do my thing. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, long term, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll talk to you more about this later, but I, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of blessings coming from it, uh, to be yeah. honest. So, I mean, it's just a matter of actually getting there. But uh, if you want to give me a minute, I'll go ahead and, uh, you know, close up shop here and then give you a quick chat uh, afterwards. Okay. Okay. All right.
Hey guys, I want to thank you all for uh, joining in on this broadcast. Uh, that was my friend Leonard, uh, new friend, uh, brother in Christ. Uh, wonderful conversation. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, in fact, actually questions. If you have any questions you'd like to do, uh, throw us in the comments. If you got my personal number, send me a text message, send us an inbox message on our Facebook page, uh, and we'll actually throw those. We'll send you an answer, obviously, but we'll throw that question on there anonymously, um, anonymously in our next broadcast to share with the rest of our fans. Uh, you know, I want to thank you guys for joining in, uh, and you can uh, support this uh, in multiple ways. You know, share this video, like our page, support us financially. Uh, you can find more details at ChristianCornerstone.org. Uh, and you know, from there, we'll work on getting uh, some more of uh, Leonard's own ministry details up there as well. But you guys have yourself a very wonderful weekend, and God bless.